0: Welcome back, people. Real tech talk. Next on my, <clears throat> <clears throat> whoa, what is going on? My next guest, Adam Yellen at RecPay. Once again, a technology company who cannot spell out the actual word because they got to be cool like that. Requisition pay. RecPay. What's RecPay? Simple terms and invoice. Not so simple. You get invoices from 50, 60, 70 subcontractors with hundreds of line items and you have to keep track of it in order to get paid crazy business ridiculous amount of manpower let's see if he's got a solution that makes some sense welcome my homeboy adam yelling a rec pay that's why we're here bro this is a real tech talk boom shock a lot so who the hell are you bro you know what are you into what do you do Yo, you can keep it real here tell me tell me about these real estate players. eric brody is the managing principal of cemvc llc All opinions expressed by Eric and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinion of CEMVC LLC. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon as a basis for investment decisions. Clients of CEMVC LLC may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast. All right, welcome back, people. It's the next episode of Real Tech talk. Now, this time around, actually, we've been doing it before in the past, we're going back to my home base, construction technology. Now, what I think is so most interesting about my next guest, who I'll introduce to standing right here, and he has to listen to me do this intro, is this goes to the heart of the matter, right? We were talking about in the past that there is project management side, and then there's field side. Today, we're going to go back to the project management side. What you may or may not know, and uh, by the way, Max is not with us today. We got Mike today. There is a specific tax code in the IRS for construction only. Mike? And he's behind. Look at that. Look what happens when he's not here. So there's a specific tax code, right? We go to this tax code because construction accounting is different than every other accounting. It is project-based. Usually, accounting is annual but as we're going to hear from my guest, it is not. It is based on a project which could take many years. So in order to do that, they've changed the way that the accounting actually works. There's a specific section for it. In addition, people talk about construction and they say, why is it so complex? Why are there so much economics out there to actually understand how it's built? Well, today, our guest, Adam Yellen of requisition pay or rec pay for short, because it is technology and God forbid you actually spell out any words, is here with us to explain to us today what his technology is, what he's attacking, and how he's taken over the project management game. Adam, thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I think before we start, I think it's really important to state that Adam didn't come in wearing a hat. Wearing Nikes, he's keeping it old school, and I really appreciate that. So, thank you for bringing in with the jacket, keeping it tech, but keeping it old school. Appreciate you, you, man. Thank you. So, listen, Ad, what it, Tell us a little bit, right? Let's dive right into it. A little bit about what RecPay is and what they're trying to achieve, and then I'll help us explain to the audience how relevant it is.
1: Okay. Well, RecPay is the process management around requisition processing. So, so what's
0: a rec? What's a wreck a well, in our business? What's a wreck?
1: A wreck is schedule of values. What are you doing? What are you billing for, basically? So an invoice. Um, a lot of people call an invoice. It's really the details in your contract. So okay. you sign a contract, you say, here's what I'm going to do and you lay it out, right? and you follow that. It's a request for payment, a requisition each month. I'd like to get paid X for completing Y.
0: So it's funny. When I read this textbook on finance for construction, I know it's so exciting for the audience to know that I did that. But the easiest way for me to understand, it was an invoice, right? But there's so much complexity, like you were saying, is that when you create this contract, those contracts are like hundreds of pages long, line item after line item. What are those line items? Electrical, Right. Carpentry, plumbing, boom, 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 right? Now you say, people will say, well, why is a requisition relevant? Well, in construction, as you know, we don't do the whole work every month. We do a portion of it. So really a requisition is trying to remember like all the things that you pay within that month, right? Right. So what was the old school way of doing it and why did RecPay realize that what was the problem? So what was the old school way? Tell me where you came up from to realize that that was just not the solution you were looking for.
1: Well, when you have a requisition for payment come in on a schedule of values, you could have it come in on an email attachment or on a fax machine. Uh,
0: I imagine know, back in the day it was like paper, right?
1: Paper, right? So it comes in and you know, the pencil came from somewhere. It came from – a pencil on a piece of paper marking up what the scope is, what you agree with, and agreeing that –
0: Well, let's just go back because I know this is going to be kind of tough for our audience. So, schedule of values. That's yep. strictly a construction term. But how would you explain what a schedule of values is?
1: Schedule of values is the work that you're performing. So, so it's a line
0: item document, right? It's a
1: line item, right. So, let's look at – like you laid it out. What am I doing on the administrative side? Am I doing uh, engineering? Am I doing submittals? Am I mobilizing? You know, then segueing into are there deposits? Am I paying for any materials? And then the actual scope. What am I doing each month?
0: Or what did you do, right? Because we're in construction. It's always a month back, right? Well,
1: realistically, right. What am I looking to accomplish by the end of this period that I'm
0: doing? So if you can imagine to the audience... Back in the day, right? And we'll talk about what your past is that, that got you here. You'd be looking at like a 1,000 pages a month, right? Because you're saying what you said. Could be a submittal, right? It could be, I bought gypsum board this month. Then you've got the labor for that gypsum board. Well, was it installed? So it's basically how much you actually build. And it becomes in this long light item document. And if you can imagine, every line is its own invoice with backup, right? Yes. So, I mean, you're even talking about Excel, but before Excel... I assume it was literally paper.
1: Ultimately, paper, stacks of paper. And even going into the Excel, you get into a large project, you could be looking at 8,000 lines of schedules of value. And bringing each piece together for each contractor is a Herculean effort. And it really is 24-7. Um, I think boot camp might be easier. So
0: so what was your history of it? Like tell us – okay. So how do you know so much about it? Where are you coming from?
1: So I'm, you know, born and raised in New York. Um, you know, out, out of college, I wait, got – Wait, wait,
0: wait. What part of New York? This is important.
1: Manhattan. Man, Oh, wow. A local yokel. Where? Local. Yep, Upper East Side.
0: Upper East Side. Yep. Very nice. Where would you go to high school? Uh,
1: went to uh, Dalton, then I went to Dwight.
0: All right, it's a private school guy. We won't hold it against him, but that's fine. It's a private school guy.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, and then then went to college, got out, got into construction. Yeah,
0: so what Um, was your construction background?
1: So the background really started working for people doing project management, getting in the trenches with subcontractors. Mm -hmm. And what was unique is I had the ability through the 20 years that I was out of the city working in the tri-state area to Get into the trenches with subcontractors, then work with GCs, and work my way up into being an owner-developer and running my own projects. Were you on
0: the project management side of the construction business, or were you in the field coordinating the subcontractors?
1: So I started out in the field Mm -hmm. coordinating, Mm -hmm. and then I moved up to owner-developer, where basically everything's on your shoulders. Of course. And in, in that world, residentially... You've got to manage process A through Z. So-, so it's
0: process management. I feel like people don't realize that you know you're in the field. they think it's you know it's leadership and directing the manpower to where you need, but it's all this process management, right? How much time would you say to our audience is like field or what percent is field and actually just admin?
1: I, you know, you have field all day, and then you have admin, you know, at night as late as you can stay up. Um, so you weren't sleeping. In some cases, no, it's, you know, construction's is a twenty-four-seven business. Um, you know, when you're dedicated to a project and you have deadlines, you have to do what you have to do to get it done. Um, Even though we honestly, never hit
0: them, it's a, a theoretical. Do whatever you have to do. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it it sounds like a talking point, but it really is a constant effort. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, from a paperwork invoicing side, there are times that, you know, you will push contractors say, look, I need to get you paid um, or get me your invoice. There's no – Wait. So let's
0: go back because I feel like the audience wouldn't understand. What Adam is explaining is it's so complex and the paperwork is so much, right, Mm -hmm. that sometimes the staff of the subcontractor, they don't even have enough staff in order to prepare the right invoice or requisition in order to even submit it to you as the developer to pay you where imagine we know that to grease the wheels, to get this machine moving, you need capital right? So you're actually sometimes pushing subcontractors to give you invoices in order to pay them so that they have the ability to keep that going so they could put the work in the field. Am I right? You are right. So isn't that, that's so wild about construction. Imagine you're fighting with someone to to invoice you so you could pay them, right? So that was one issue, right?
1: That That's definitely one issue. Yeah, I mean, you've got the issue of um, unexpected, hey, I need a hundred thousand for a deposit. And you know, you think, well, when, when were you going to tell me that, right? So you've got subcontractors out there who are probably the most brilliant artists in the world, but not every single subcontractor necessarily has um, the business interest for processing the requisitions. So- There's a
0: great book on that, by the way, called The E-Myth Revisited, which is like what you just said. You could be a subcontractor, the best carpenter in the universe. It means nothing To do with the business of subcontracting, right? Those are different parties.
1: Yes. So how do we bring the two together? How do we cater to the needs of the subcontractor so they can continue to do their craft and move the money? Because the money is moving on that schedule and that that doesn't stop Mm -hmm. and you want that to turn over.
0: So you found this problem of thousands of pages based on your experience going from project management in the field to owner developer where it probably worked really well because your mind knew that you needed that cash flow, right? Because many principals will be like, look, if you're not – you don't want to get paid and you don't want to give me the money, I'm not paying you but you realize that construction is sort of a two-way street, you know? I got to keep the money moving so that you want to work even if you don't know it. And then you identified that they're not terrible business people, just not very good business people who knew how to project a cash flow analysis is what you're saying, like, right? Because you've got the project and how much profit you make, but every month there's a business that these guys are dealing with and you're finding them falling on their face, I guess.
1: I I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say necessarily falling on their face, but I think it goes back to the art. I they are they are brilliant, brilliant artists who um, may not may not be focused or have, like you said, the manpower to process these thousands of pages of requisition. And it's monthly. It's monthly. So it's almost it can, like a
0: daily business, a side business every month for them.
1: And it can be bi monthly, and it can be monthly with the owner, and it can be bi monthly with the tier two subs. There are a lot of moving parts. And right.
0: So what you're saying is you may have the equity source, which could be a bank, right? You got the top one and they're saying, we need this information in order to release money to you. Then it goes to the owner, right? Because the owner needs that money. Then the owner could be paying that to a general contractor. Then that general contractor to be giving it to subcontractors. Then the subcontractor would be giving it what you said is second tier mm-hmm. to those subcontractors, which happens all the time, like plumbing. We could break it up into, you know, sprinkler or uh, domestic and and sprinkler piping right that could be two subs even under that sub so if you can think in your mind like it just keeps going down and down and down and it was your job to regulate all that and the money keep going and flowing down to everybody so it's insane basically insanity
1: It, it is it is organized chaos and how do you hand an owner thousands of pages and say here we need x millions of dollars and They understand it, and it's transparent, and they're comfortable paying it. How do you get there? And needless
0: to say, I'm assuming there's a lot of funky business that goes on when you're looking at these many pages, these many Excel spreadsheets. You know, There's also probably graph that's happening off of that too, like the ability to understand the flow of that money. So you've got complexity. You've got people probably take advantage of that complexity. And then you've got people who really need to know that the dollars are specifically correct, right? So that's a, a whole business that was going on. I agree with you, by the way, as a builder developer, we used to have staff of accounting, right? Because how is it possible to know in one second, you are trusting all of these people to make sure that the economics are right. We also found that the subcontractors, like you said, not that they were terrible business people, but they were like, look, we're trying to get the work done in the field. You're like, I know, but I've got to pay you. And the way that you're submitting these requisitions, like you're stating, is based on the contract was very rarely right. And it's slowing you up as the owner because you got to go to the bank and be right, right? So all of these problems become your own, like you were saying. Yeah. So I agree with you. This was the biggest problem. So then tell me, what was your thought process? How did you then get into technology in order to solve that problem?
1: Well, you know, I when when Excel came along, what a fantastic tool. And as they put more features in Excel, I looked at how can we start to validate And looking at, you know, I have a hobby in photography. I looked at imagery and I said, how can I take images and how can I take the billing? How can I bring it together? Mm -hmm. Then look at the process for each stakeholder, because you said it before, you've got subcontractor, GC, bank monitors, banks, owners, developers. How do we meet each party's needs and deliver the information right the first time so it moves through the chain? And that's how RecPay came to be. It's taking that process management mm-hmm. within the project management and connecting the information to deliver it so each party can make the decision they need to make and move it forward. And and I'll point out validating. You said it before, key, mm-hmm. validating. How do you know what you're looking at?
0: So what is the actual technology? Is it cloud-based SaaS platform?
1: So it is a cloud-based it is going out as a SaaS platform. The way that it developed was a solution that was solving my problems on the ground. Right. I looked at what do I need and I said, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to build technology and I'm going to solve the problem. And then we're going to segue from that that service into SaaS and put it out to the market.
0: So how did you make it easier though? So is it a cloud-based software where you're logging in? And you're laying out as the principal developer or the general contractor how you need it to look this requisition, which is an invoice, right? Mm -hmm. So I assume you're standardizing how it looks so that it's just plug and play. You're making it as simple as possible to reduce the amount of time that anyone on this value chain actually has to create these documents. Is that –
1: that That's essentially what we're doing. And the way we're doing it, if you can enter in a billing value on that schedule of value, I want to bill 50% on line seven, and you bring the backup into the software, mm-hmm. that's all the subcontractor really needs to do. Easy. Let's make it easy. And then the system will deliver the information to the next party. And it continues to deliver that information. Now, where is the time savings? Where is the value? It's in removing the PDF portfolio builders. It's, in, it's removing that time to go into an email and pull off attachments. Moving each party forward as a construction manager is where a lot of time is lost. So we want all parties playing the chess game at the same time. So we can I assume continue.
0: also the formulas. Right, If you standardize the formula, like you had said, and I'm not sure the audience knows you're billing fifty percent right mm-hmm. that means you've a, you you know it's not I did blank square feet, it's not uh, time based it was amount of work complete. I bet you when you type in fifty percent, it's populating for you how much that should be, how much you've already been paid right because as we were saying, it's project based each month you're billing to a total, so a lot of the time the math or someone hits the wrong cell. Did you take that out of the equation as well? Because that's a huge F up in this business.
1: Yes. You know, I looked at your billing for work in place or your billing for materials. So you've got two different things going on and you can bill by percent, you can bill by dollar. Mm -hmm. So I said, let's make it easy. When you put the number in, decide, do I want to bill by percent or do I want to bill by dollar? No need to think about the mathematics. Let's make it easy.
0: So it's it's the audience may not understand, but the amount of humans, right? Because it's it seems to me it could be an automated process, right? Where you you have a certain amount of plugins, but the amount of people, if I as the GC had three accountants and a subcontractor, two accountants, and then the owner had two accountants, and then the bank has their own accountants, you basically, if everyone could trust this platform, would be able to m- remove, you know. of that because all of the formulas would have already been plugged in. I mean, that is huge, right? In efficiency and in cost, right? absolutely. Now, I got an interesting question. As you were stating earlier, the requisition is based on the contract, but contracts always have all these nuances. So how are you guys dealing with like the little different changes in these massive contracts
1: well that, that goes to you know internal to the platform on setup how you can select what your contract has in terms of different exhibits so you can follow basically the template of that project mm-hmm. you know you have standard documents in the industry that you're going to fill out but if you need to add additional documents we offer that capability and that's the key each month i know i need to do x y and z and if this certain activity happens i have another set of paperwork and it's just serving it to the to the customer it's the workflow serving it to the subcontractor gc in the moment that this is what you need to do they do it and the system moves it to the next process
0: and i assume if you prove this speed, right? Because I think it's probably easy. You could take like a beta test of like, you know, this is how long it historically has taken, and then this is what happens on my platform. I mean, it could be huge. So, my, I'm curious today. So, where do you guys stand? Like, uh, what's C? Are you seed A? You know, um, are you uh, in the field already? Like, tell me where RecPay is today.
1: So, RecPay is working to solve the problems, like I said for us on a service on a service level mm-hmm. we did raise an early seed round um and that seed round has worked through the development of the platform so we are at a, we are at the point now where we are going to be taking it out to the sas release
0: so you've gotten the MVP, we like to say, so, in, the, in the game, you know?
1: We ha- Yes. So we did proof of concept. We raised the early seed. We have the MVP and we are in the beta testing with projects, taking it from the service component out to the SaaS component.
0: And then, you know, in my learning of the tech business, will you own the transaction or is that an idea? Instead of it just being a stagnant sort
1: of platform, will you also try to transact through it? There are many um, roadmap. I was going to say, yes, there are many um, priorities on the roadmap, and certainly, you know, that is that is definitely something that um, we're all doing.
0: Mm -hmm. And are there competitors in that game? Because I just want to tell you, since I've been in this construction prop tech business, I've never, you know, people have dabbled or pretended, but I have never heard of anyone else trying to tackle this task.
1: There are other platforms out there um, producing the documentation. I do see new technologies coming on every single day, which is fantastic. You know, it's validating that space. But the way that I am looking at or we at RecPay are looking at the stakeholder and how each stakeholder has a need, I believe that is unique. Mm -hmm. And that is something that you're not going to see in other platforms.
0: So the audience always likes to know, what's your biggest issue? We like to call it friction in the game. What's your biggest issue you have right now?
1: I, I think it's just pacing the release and putting the support behind the tech and doing it in a way where you can um, keep the customers happy, move the product forward, release um, you know features that people are looking for.
0: Yeah, because to me, I think it's could be tremendous because it's a product, right? A lot of people talk about, is it a product or a service? This is like, if you can automate it with like some YouTube videos, how you use it, it'd be a product go, right? Like you don't need to contact us all the time. It's not these changes. You can do it on your own, which is tremendous. And I mean, the market is marketplace for it is huge in my opinion.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it is such a massive marketplace. I, I think that the opportunities are incredible. Um, you know, right now, on the service side, we do it for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really surprised to see how well that is being received. But then to your point, the SaaS, hey, can we just do it? Can right. we just use it? Yeah, go. Like go do your thing. Um
0: Yeah, no, it just it, it it a lot of people will, you know, get confused with that. But I think that this is something that could be totally, you know, product based, which is really, you know, sort of the the secret sauce. You know, something else you said, which is quite interesting, you know. Venture capital likes to like throw like gas on it so that it just explodes into, you know, the universe. And it's interesting that you're like, no, you have to slowly roll it out so that it works for the consumer, which I agree with. You get like this one shot, right? And this idea, just get it out there. So it's interesting that you had that. Where would you come up with that, that that would be more important?
1: Listening to what stakeholders want, mm-hmm. um, you know i i put a team together advisors in the field that i've known for years and and i will say that they're some of the most incredible people out there um, who've been amazing helping us develop this platform mm-hmm. representing each stakeholder and listening to what needs to be developed is really the key what what do we want to code how do you teach a tech team to code construction? Let's say they've been doing financial or healthcare, or something different. We are a unique animal here and we need to do it a certain way. So that's where like building a building, get the foundation, figure out how you're going to move forward and then educate and move forward.
0: No, I think it's fascinating. So one of the questions we always like to ask our guests. So now you're dealing with all this technology, you're dealing with these teams, you're trying to roll it out. Actually, two things I want to ask. When will we see you in the market?
1: Well, we're in, we're in the market now under the, um, we do it for you. Okay, And kind of a first, first release here in, on your show, um, you know, Process management is actually what we're going to be calling that, okay. um, and that that supports people doing the actual rec process as you know a consultant, um, and then you will see the SaaS release out.
0: Amazing. And then the second thing Ad, we always like to ask is, so you're dealing with technology, you're dealing with all these numbers all day, and trying to get the
1: code right. Mm-hmm.
0: What do you do on the side in order to keep your sanity? Well,
1: I mean, the reality is this is this is a twenty four seven effort, and family is important. And I but at twenty
0: four seven, you forgot them.
1: No, no, and I'll <laughs> tell you, I'll tell you, it'd be a great episode. You got to give a shout out to all the other all significant <laughs> others and, and spouses, everybody who supports those of us who take on these endeavors. Yep. because you're dedicated to doing this. And um, it, it's, a, it's an amazing it's an amazing effort that goes into it. And it's not just me. It's a team. And it's a team at home, too.
0: Yeah. Well, that's very... So what do you do? You chill with them? What chill else do you them? do?
1: Chill with them? Um, you know, at this point, it's going out... You that art? No? A little art here and there? I do like photography. All right. Um, so that that is something that I like to do. Keeps your mind right. What it kind of photography my, keeps my mind right? You know, it really is landscape oriented, building oriented. Um, you know, oh, I, really
0: going out of your wheelhouse with that one, huh?
1: You, yeah, it's <laughs> hey, this it's a passion. It's it really is. I walk down the street. I look at a building. I see schedules of value. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, that that's just
0: that's me. no. I think that's super important And when you're looking at the success. So we've met a few times on it. And I got to tell you, like, it's a difficult subject. And for someone to be passionate about that subject, it is a problem. I mean, it's hands down. It's the biggest issue that people don't particularly understand. I mean, we have others, but the flow of money. And at any time, knowing that the money is right, like beyond just the flow of money, knowing in a second whether the economics are right. So listen, Adam, I appreciate you coming on the show and explaining a little bit about rec pay. I definitely think the audience needs to pay attention. And, uh, you know, I thank you for having you, bro.
1: Well, thank you. And thank you for doing this. You know, the industry needs people like you walking around, talking about it, getting us out there.
0: Hell yeah, man. I'll keep it thank up. Thank you. All right, brother. All right. Talk to you. You know, today's episode, I don't think the, the market fully realizes what an absolute pain in the ass it is. I'm telling you, the paradigm is so strange. Imagine you're like, yo, subcontract, you just worked, get me your invoice. Without that invoice, it stops the flow of money because that invoice comes to the GC who's got 50 other subs and sub-subs that are supposed to come up with this information. You're supposed to put it together, give it to an owner, walk through with the bank engineer, and this is supposed to happen monthly. Everyone needs to get paid monthly and we're talking about thousands of pages and dead trees what this man is trying to accomplish if successful is a game changer there will not be a party in the game that will not use his software so i'm super interested in it i gotta watch it because here's the biggest thing If the architecture of it, if it's not keep it simple, stupid, isn't there, and it just becomes more and more complex, you know what the problem is? People go back to Excel. They'll go back to the way it is. So my opinion is if he can solve, make the architecture right, make it simple, make sure the math, no matter what the formula is right, and then automate this requisition process, I'm telling you the game will change, and the industry is huge, and I know it's not that exciting, but it's exciting as hell for me. So this is one we definitely have to pay attention to. He hit the nail on the head and no one has ever taken on this Herculean task of trying to figure it out. So I can't wait to see what this MVP looks like. And if that bad boy works, he breezy's in.